Anyway, what else? What else? Oh, hi, Michael. Oh, hey, Morgan. You're here. Yeah, I'm uh, just sorry. I'm working on my set for the big Halloween comedy show. Um, actually, I could use an audience. Can I test out some jokes that I definitely wrote for you? <sighs> okay, sure. <sighs> God. <laughs> uh, so, um, you know, here, here's one for you guys. Uh, why was the witch's broom late? Mm, I don't know why. Uh, first of all, I need to call on you, so that was rude. Um, but I will say to you, sir, it overswept. Rimshot. Hey, am I like your uh, Ed McMahon over here? Yeah, okay. yeah. Actually, he's not really the audience, but okay. You're, you'd be more like an Andy Richter. Okay, um, I'd have to take that as a compliment. You should. What is? Hey, Michael. What is the skeleton's favorite instrument? Hey, I don't know. What is it, uh, Morgan? Uh, that would be the trombone. Trombone. We were looking for trombone. trombone. Uh, why, Michael? <laughs> yes. Why do vampires always seem so sick? Because they get don't get enough vitamin B. They are always coughing. Always coughing. My joke was that it was B, vitamin B for blood. You didn't even let me get it out. Michael. I think I should be running the comedy show. Uh, how does a witch style her hair? With eye of newt hair gel. Uh, I, I honestly, you know, you have a role to fulfill here and it's just to make me look good. Why do you ask me questions if you don't want me to give you answers? It was scare spray. Scare spray. Oh, that is better. How many of these are there? Dracula keep his buddy in his coffin in the blood bank. Oh my god, blood bank. You know what, Michael? I think I'm ready for the show. Okay, start the gosh darn Halloween special. Morgan, we're back. I know we haven't been doing these as frequently, only every other week, but it's our Halloween. It's our very fit, favorite special time of year, Halloween, and we wanted to make sure we got one more spooky episode in there. Squeeze one more in. Hello and welcome to bed. Oh, wait, no. Dead reception. Whether the critics took a knife to it or the audiences had a noose and then they hung it out like a skeleton man or maybe it was the network that took a big old shovel and hit it over the head and buried it in the desert where nobody will ever find it it's bad reception and i'm one of your hosts maniac mike and i am morgan i have priestess of the kitchen podcasting table and we're here today to talk more spectacular scarathons, more bone chilling bad times. Mm-hmm. No, you know what? I, the audience is really missing out on <laughs> the um, the outward expressions and struggling to get these words out. The they're frightening, devastatingly Dracula. Doesn't make any sense. Michael, the what are we going to do this week? Pimple popping pumpkins. Ew, that's gross. The boldly bootacular. Well, now, Michael, now tell me, what is a bootacular? Um, 
It's where mm-hmm. ghosts get together. Got it. And they, they celebrate. They nasty. They tackulate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, Morgan, uh, we were looking for some Halloween, ep- some very special Halloween episodes of of TV programs from times past or present, I guess. We don't usually do current TV shows. No, 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 no. Um, so I hit up the old Wikipedia page for Halloween special episodes, and uh, we settled on a couple of ideas, but this was the final one. We're going to watch an episode of Magnum P.I. Not this new bullshit Magnum P.I. that's currently on CBS. Wait, there's a new one? There's a new Magnum P.I. also. I have no idea. Yeah. Uh, it's... Still, it's like I think the third season, um, Yikes. or maybe even more. It's Jay Hernandez, the guy from um, Hostel. It's a weird casting. He's nothing like Tom Selleck at all. Hmm. But anyway, uh, we're watching the Tom Selleck one. We're both fairly unfamiliar with this. Normally, wouldn't fall into bad reception territory. This was on for eight seasons and is a pretty decent review on IMDb. I think it's 7.4. Um, people like this show. But we're hoping it's going to be ridiculous and fun. And this is a case where Michael has seen it, and I have never. I, I know I know what it is because of its... Uh, Pop culture relevance. Correct. Um, you know who Tom Selleck is. I do know who Tom Selleck is. He's Everyone the guy does. from Friends. <laughs> I think that, that everybody's just born with the inherent knowledge of who Tom, Tom Selleck, Selleck is. is. Yeah. yeah. Well, God um, created him specially for me. That's in Genesis. 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 Yeah, he is also on Friends, of course, mm-hmm. and uh, on Blue Bloods currently. That... <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. That was uh, another revelation for me. That that's a show that, that, that still exists. It's still on the air. Yeah, people still watch it, I guess. Oh, boy. But, so, uh, Wikipedia is notoriously uh, spotty on their naming of halloween episodes and although this one did come up as a halloween episode i think it's actually just just, spooky just a spooky episode and that's fine we don't need it to be taking place on halloween we don't need to check all the boxes (laughs) i think all we really need to do is we need to see that sweet sweet stash quiver well we're definitely gonna get that what if we watch the one episode where tom (gasps) Selleck shaved his mustache oh my god remember when he shaved it on friends and he didn't have it Mm -hmm. that was a bad move yeah Awful. Some people, and I by some people I mean just Tom Selleck. We're mm. we're born to have a mustache. And um, Eddie Murphy. Yeah, and Eddie Murphy. No, <laughs> what's the other guy? Uh, Wilford Brimley. Mm, well, yes. Hey, hey, guys, check out my Twitter. Uh, <laughs> got some retweets from Wilford Brimley uh, recently. Um, no, the uh, Elliot. Elliot. I don't know. From E.T. No. Uh, what's his name? Uh, oh, Sam Elliott. Thank you. But Sam Elliott is a super handsome dude without a mustache. So, I mean, like, I think he can rock it either way. Yeah, but the voice matches with the mustache. Yeah, he fit a mustache, specifically that humongous mustache. Mm-hmm. And he's the, like... See, Tom Selleck doesn't have a humongous mustache. He just has that perfect length mustache. Mm-hmm. We could just talk about mustaches all day. I could. He's got that push broom mustache. Yeah. That the ladies love. And men. <laughs> Anyway, mustaches, mustaches, spooky, spooky mustaches. Okay. So you know what Magnum PI is? I do not. So can I just, can I throw out some things that I think it is? Yes. What do you think Magnum PI is? Tell me what you think you know. Everything you think you know. Well, in the title alone, I know that he's a private investigator. Maybe it's his initials. a giant wiener. (laughs) 
<laughs> he needs those Magnum condoms. Um, is it a Miami? Nope. Is it Los Angeles? Nope. Hawaii? Yes. So we're doing Hawaii Five O and Magnum PI. Yeah, they're a sh- shared universe. Really? Yeah. I had no idea. Uh huh. Oh. I mean, I don't know if they are in the original ones, but in the current one, the current CBS lineup, they are a shared universe. So I'd like to think that Tom Selleck is beyond like a PI. He had to be. He had to go into the PI, like the private sector. He used to be a cop, but he's like super gritty. And then they were like, "God damn it, Magnum! You were like the best cop we have, but you play too dirty, and you're a liability." So he was forced into the private sector. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's solving Hawaiian-based crimes. Um, he also wears. I know this from uh, pop culture. He does wear the Hawaiian t- um, button-up shirts. Um, and we got like, we're getting a little creep of his beautiful, uh, chest carpet. I mean, you just can't avoid it. No, it's, it's, it's coming out no matter what you want. Mm -hmm. Uh, yep. That's, I mean, I don't know. I don't know this show super well. It's just a show that I have ever seen in my life. Was it your mom? Um, I was like, we're watching this shit. I don't think so. She needed her her weekly dose of Tom Selleck. I doubt it. It was probably my dad if it was anybody, but I think I've just seen it in general on TV. Your dad has a good stash. Maybe he was like... Yeah, there are some people born to have a mustache and my dad is one of them. Yeah, that's true. And I've never in my entire life seen him without a mustache. Well, in person. I've seen pictures, but (laughs) he's had a mustache since I've been alive. Anyway, uh... I don't know the show that well. I know, yeah, obviously he's a private investigator. I know that he drives a Ferrari. That's a big uh, part of the show, a red but Ferrari. didn't we learn that we were on this, the Universal Studio yeah, tour? Yeah, and they were like, it's a bullshit Ferrari. It's just a, it's just like some like uh, Honda Civic with a, with a Ferrari body over yeah. it. Yeah, which was Fun that fact, was everybody. Sad. That's why you come to this show, to get those little nuggets that we've stolen from other people. <laughs> I don't know how often you'd ever need there to be a real Ferrari on a TV show, but yeah, I guess it doesn't matter. They must. Well, I feel like Ferrari would be like honored to be featured on a television show. Oh, like they would just give them one? Yeah. Well, they're probably like, we don't want to have that liability or like like if if something happens to the car, we don't. First of all, they also might be like, we don't want to have a Ferrari because it's going to break down every goddamn take. And this is another reason why you come to the show for for hot takes. For no, hot takes it's like that. All of all of the Italian sports cars are are notorious for being like really bad. In like they're really fast, obviously, but they yeah. need tons of expensive upkeep. repairs, upkeep. Yeah, um, I don't know anything about cars. Maybe that's not true, but I'm pretty sure it is true. You know some things about cars. Yeah, they have wheels. You they need, drive you places. They need gas. They drive you places. <laughs> they do. I don't. I guess I don't know that much about cars. <laughs> Um, okay. So, so this episode. What is it called? It's called The Woman in the Sand, I think. All right. That's what we're going with. The Woman in the Sand. So this is going to be like that Jesus poem. <laughs> Where he's walking down the sand yeah. and then she disappears and he looks behind him and it's only his footprints. Mm-hmm. And then and she's like, it's Tom because Selleck I was, was walking carrying. behind you. Oh, no. It was <laughs> Tom Selleck was carrying her, you, uh, me, the universe. Who knows? Who knows how that worked out? Tom Selleck was carrying Jesus. Wow. Yeah. That's likely. Yeah. Jesus would say that. Yeah. Jesus is okay with that. He'd be like, mm, yeah. Mm-hmm. What do you what do you really think it's going to be about? The woman in the sand. Hang on, let me see if that's what it's called. Like buried in the sand? Now I got to check and make sure that's what it's called. Hang on. Sand castles in the sand. 
I got to retract what I said. It's called oh, The Woman on the Beach. So we were going in the right direction. The Woman is a Beach? Wow. Wow. No, I said. Wow. On the Beach. Okay, so. Life's a Beach. Am I right? Um, clearly, this isn't funny. What can make it funny? Farts. It, you know what? If they put in a fart track. <laughs> a whole fart track? Oof. That would be amazing. No, I mean, that sounds like. There's going to be people, eyewitnesses, seeing a woman out, like, drowning. Drowning? Mm-hmm. There, she's out drowning. Um, but then they go into the surf, and they almost drown, and there's no woman there. So she's tricking surfers into going into the water to die. Yeah, but she's topless. And that's how she gets... They On network television, yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah. And it is 1986, so it's Claudia Schiffer is the woman and then tom Selleck. oh it's gonna be like a scooby-doo episode i hope so he's gonna uncover like um this whole like elaborate like projection kind of system but what it was really was the proprietor of a hotel on that beach that was losing business to a brand new resort that was put up next to it and so i don't know how this um ghost woman ties in to bring more business um oh no because he's projecting it in front of the beach access to the new resort so he's scaring trying to scare people out of going to the new resort and coming and flocking them to his back to his hotel of course um and of course the name of the guy who owns the hotel that's losing business is oh man mcgillicuddy and um in between uh magnum pi he scores some really shitty 80s weed that makes sense i don't know if that's what it's gonna be i'll pitch you my idea okay we got a woman on the beach topless regular and bottomless no wearing clothes wearing full clothes not she's not in a bathing suit She's like in a ski. I'm picturing, since this is like, she's in a ski suit, yes. Mm-hmm. She's wearing, I'm assuming she's she's going to be kind of ghostly. I'm assuming she's going to be a ghost. The lady's got to be a ghost, right? That's got to be what it is. Maybe she's a, a ghost. Actually, you know what? I scratch, scratch that. Scratch all of it. Okay. I hate that. I don't want it to be that. That seems like what it will probably be, but I'm not going to say that. Okay. I'm going to say, woman on the sand, serial killer, murderer, and she is going around. Do they tackle murderers on magnum pi first of all i have no idea because i don't know it seems like it's got to be like petty crimes and stuff i'm thinking like extortion i guess that's not a petty crime (laughs) but it's a bloodless crime is what i meant okay so we got this woman she's going around murdering people i don't care what morgan says this is the plot she's murdering people and she's leaving their bodies buried in the sand and then we start off with a surfer. Definitely there's going to be surfers, right? Oh, yes. He's going to be ri- ri- riding a nasty wave, a gnarly, a gnarly bad boy. His name is going to be Brody. His name is going to be Brody, and he's going to have blonde hair, long blonde hair. Super tan. And he's basically just going to be... Oh, he's going to have 12-pack. Uh, Sean Penn and he's Fast gonna be, uh His legs are going to be super sculpted. Okay, enough about the surfing. He's going to have a 12-foot board. 12-foot board, okay. <laughs> I was like, wow. That, that is impressive. That's going to put Tom Selleck to shame. Yep. So, mm. surfer comes up and he, like, bails it. He, he yeah, hit. no, tell me. <laughs> list three more surfer terms. He hangs 10. Okay. 
he tubulars it mm-hmm. and he bogus bogus ride bogus ride man and so when he bogus rides into he, the beach he and he bails Jimmy. he hits into uh one of the bodies that's buried under the ground but his his board goes <gasps> and it decapitates the head no he's <laughs> sure and it comes yes. right to the screen and then a yeah, magnum flies P. into it. And also we forgot card. we forgot that this is the episode that's in 3D. Yes. So it flies towards us. Mm-hmm. We have our 3D glasses on. Yeah. We both duck because we're it's so convincing. It feels real. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um it's 4D because also I set up the uh the spritzer on the front mm-hmm. that will spray us with water whenever things splash. Yeah. So this is a pretty advanced episode of 1980. Oh yeah, we forgot to say this television. is like a ground this is like got this is down in history is like one of the most amazing uh network uh television experiences. <laughs> none, of, none of this is even close to being real. He finds let me get through my freaking pitch. Okay, Jesus. We're not even 2 minutes into the goddamn episode. But you haven't even watched it yet. Um, so he finds the body and then, and then the police are stumped. They don't know what's going on Mm -hmm. very much like the lady is stumped because her head is cut off. So she's stumped. Oh, the lady's body. Yeah. She's killing. It's lady on lady crime. She's going around killing, killing ladies. So Mm -hmm. that's also the lady in the sand (laughs) or lady on the beach. There's lots of, there's okay. The twist is that you got to figure out which lady, lady what, what lady they're referring to when they say the lady on the beach. Yeah. It's a mislead because I don't know why, because you don't, you don't see it coming. Anyway, Tom Selleck gets, gets on the case, uh, cause the police can't figure it out and they, that's what they do. They're like Magnum. Gosh, darn it. We're, we're sure. We're sure not. Is his name Magnum? Yeah. It's probably like Mike Magnum. Oh. I think, or okay. Tom Magnum, Tom Selleck Magnum. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else would it mean? I don't know. <laughs> like he's just a Magnum PI. Mm-hmm. Like it's a. It's, I don't even know what the word Magnum means. I, I don't. I don't know what it actually means. It just is. It's not a real word. <laughs> well, it's like a because like a Magnum gun, right? And a Magnum is a big gun. Mm. But I don't know if one came first or second. Do people say that because Magnums are big guns? Or, or was there called? a person named Magnum who made that gun? Right. Got it. Uh, like Winchester. Well, that would be the same thing that I'm saying. <gasps> Winchester Mystery House. <gasps> Spooky. Anyway, I guess that's enough since you won't let me get through my pitch. Uh, so, Morgan, lady serial killer. I'm me- saying Scooby-Doo-esque deterrent of business to new hotel morgan give me something specific we're getting in this episode Oh, his partner is going to show up to work dressed like him he has a partner he has a partner his partner is named joe it's going to become dressed like him Uh uh-huh what do you mean he's going to show up with a big bushy fake mustache and with his chest um exposed through a hawaiian shirt why uh because it's funny because it's funny that's why michael that's a great sight gag okay and Magnum is just not going to be happy with it at all. I think you think that his character is like meaner and tougher than he is because I'm pretty sure Magnum's a more jovial character. I think he's it's like a fun, like he's a Hawaiian shirt wearing Ferrari driving mustache having fun time having dude. Yeah, but he's not going to be happy that because this guy's going to come along, try to take ladies away from him. And that's that's where he draws the line. That's the line in the sand with the lady on the beach. He's taking ladies from him because they're being murdered. Yeah. <gasps> That's the twist. His partner's the murderer. Oh, dang. This would be a monumental episode. Yeah. I don't 
think he has a partner. I also don't think that there's murder on this show. <laughs> I think there's murder. There's murder on Murder, so. she wrote. So there could be murder on Magnum P.I. Yeah. People love murder. There's Michael, murder on Columbo. One more thing. Michael, what is one very specific thing that we're going to get in this episode? There's going to be an episode. An episode. There will be an episode. I promise that much. Okay. There's going to be a scene in this episode. There's going to be scenes. There will be characters. There will be plot points. There will be an arc, maybe, and resolve and credits. Okay. Those are almost certain. Okay. But I'm going to guess. What? There's going to be a scene. Yeah. Where Uh Magnum. Yes. We need to figure out who other who are the other characters. You there's, said you said that there's his partner. Yeah, but I'm thinking maybe the There has to be more recurring characters. Is, his girlfriend. He doesn't have a he you can't <laughs> He's a player. you cannot tie hold him down. Him okay. down. His dog. His No, he's got a partner, right? Or am I thinking of Hawaii Five O? Well, there's definitely partners in Hawaii Five-0. Wait, which is the one with Don Johnson? Miami Vice. I don't know any of what these shows are. <laughs> okay. I don't know. There's the, it's, on, it's a woman on the Aren't beach. Aren't they all the same thing? I don't know. We haven't seen it. I, I know that, that it's a show that takes place in Hawaii, and he drives a, a Ferrari, and he is a are goof. Are you sure it's I Hawaii? I think he's kind of a goof. Okay. I'm positive it's Hawaii. Okay. <laughs> We'll see. Everybody stay tuned. Uh, and in this episode, there's going to be a there's going to be a Spooky jump scare spider. that you think is going to be the murderer or a ghost. I think she's going to be a ghost. Yeah. He's going to be inspecting a house with his gun drawn and he's going to be like really scared and he's going to be like, oh, shit. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's, that was another thing. The sensors—they um, were asleep at the wheel this time. There were six f bombs that were dropped during this evening. But you know what? Middle America fucking loved it. They were it like, was gritty. They were like, normally this would be just like blasphemy to bring this into my home, into my home, Michael, in front of my family. But they—they they were so in it, and they were like, you know what? It was warranted. Like Magnum needed to say fuck six times because otherwise it just wouldn't work it wouldn't work it wouldn't play no the way that it, it does. needed that it really brought the grit and reality that was needed that and the full uh frontal um male nudity, nudity. Yeah. 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 yeah yeah well both really yeah this broke a lot of barriers <laughs> yeah all right we don't know what the hell we're talking about we're gonna watch this episode hopefully we'll be spooked and chilled to the very skeleton bones inside our bodies and we'll come back and let you know how we watched and thought of and what it's about and magnum pi is coming at you right now spooktacular it's magnum let's discuss the situation for a minute experience the action the adventure and the romance of one man's private paradise a daring detective with a special flair for danger there's no mistaking magnum you got it magnum pi thursday at eight here on channel five and we're back that was really good. Thank you. We just watched Magnum P.I. The woman on the beach. The woman is a beach. So this was, I mean, we knew it wasn't going to be a Halloween episode, but it was even less 
Halloweeny than I was expecting. Yeah, it wasn't very spooky, guys. So kind we're gonna do a, our best. I'm so sorry. This is such a letdown to spooky season 2019. I mean, I yeah. had I had an inkling that it wasn't gonna be, but you but know what it did have? Ghosts. Fucking charm. I mean, listen. I I was Kill. disappointed in in that it didn't have as much supernatural shenanigans as I was hoping. Yeah, but uh, and this is the with like asterisks just surrounding it. Mm-hmm. Tom Selleck is a charming motherfucker. I, God, I want to watch the rest of this series just to hang wow, out with Tom spoilers Selleck. spoilers for the end. I'm sorry. I need to just get this up, out up top because if you've never seen him in his full glory, it is a delight. You're bearing witness to Jesus himself. You know you're talking about about 180 episodes of hour-long TV. I don't give a shit. I'll do it. <laughs> okay. I'll do it. I'll quit uh, my job right now. This is, right. I'm devoting my life to, to Tom Selleck. All right. We're not. We won't do a super long recap of this. It's pretty straightforward, actually. Weirdly, and I was pretty close with my Scooby Doo theory. You were very close, except you didn't. You didn't count on the double fake out ending. Which I will. did not. Right. I was like, no, you didn't, liar. <laughs> um, I mean, you called it when we were watching it, but I mean, mm-hmm. they made it pretty obvious. Mm-hmm. What's going on. Anyway, this is a TV show. It does the same thing that I I will never get used to with all of these 80s hour-long TV shows, which is that they give you the whole show... Up top. Up top. They're up like, top. They're like, this is what you're about to watch. Stay they tuned. Show, it's not... They don't show the very final revelation, but literally the entire rest of the episode they now, show in about 30 seconds at the top of the show. Is this because we're living in an era of competing? Like, this is like the golden age of television... Uh, the first iteration of golden age of television. So they're like here you're, we're probably competing with, I don't know what, what's another show at this time. Miami vice. Sure. So here's the quick 30 second where you're about to watch in this episode. You might want to stay tuned and watch this instead of switching the channel. Yeah. Are you, are you sure you want to miss a lady in a dress being, Who's... being spooky? Maybe she's a ghost. Yeah. Maybe ghost lady. You, you want to miss out on that? Uh, I guess that's the only, I mean, I, I, yeah, I guess it it's just like is, is a way to hook you in. Yeah. Um, because there's, I, well, I mean, there was still like TV guide and there was ads and stuff. So I figure there's other ways that they could hook you. Well, this you. is the last bastion. Like it's now eight o'clock on Thursday night. Like, don't waste my time. Tell me what I'm getting. If I feel like watching this or not. Yeah. If I want to no be standing bullshit. around the water cooler tomorrow, which which re, which thirty second distilled version of this episode do I want to discuss? But it's so jarring because it, of an episode. It feels like it's a recap. It feels like yeah. you know, like of the previous episode. I was like, oh, is this carrying the same thing that always happens? I'm like, is this carrying on from a a previous thing? No. And then immediately you, you could tell that it's not because it wouldn't make sense. But uh, yeah, so they give us the whole whole show in a nutshell, right up top, and then we get into it and. Uh, there are several other characters on the show besides Magnum, mm-hmm. uh, all of which, well, most of which I remembered when we started watching it. Um, we got, uh, Rick, who is our main side character in this episode. Who is a Sean Astin type. <laughs> I guess. Okay. Um, and he's unlucky in love. Apparently. I don't know how much of this is true for the whole show. Yeah. Okay. So he, he, we know he, uh, he manages a resort club or a country club yeah but is he also a partner in the private investigative from this episode completely unclear got it um no because it sounds like he his friend was hiring him 
his friend was hiring him. It sounded like like Rick was like basically like you're gonna do this job for me. We're gonna get to the bottom of this. Was he? Kind of. I thought he was just being like a friend. Like he was like, hey, help me out, Magnum. Yeah. I know you're a PI. I don't know. I, the, but the, it seems like they're living together too. I was gonna say I think that they all live at. Don't they live at the country club? Yeah. So yeah, I think that that's why he knows him. Okay. But I don't, I don't know. And then we got TC. And TC is one of the characters that I did remember. I was like, oh, yeah, this guy's awesome. Yeah. Um, I guess is is his buddy from the Marines. They were in NAM together. Yeah, I guess. Maybe also part of the, he might be part of the private investigative. Oh, I'm pretty sure that he is his partner. And he's the no-nonsense uh, comic relief. I was going to say, well, he is kind of nonsense because he's the funny one. So That's, Okay, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, he's like the tough guy because mm-hmm. Magnum is not the tough guy, Mm-mm. which is, I mean, I, I told you, like, I remembered it being like, he was kind of like the goofy character, which is funny because he's, he is not like, he's intimidating because he's like a big dude. He's a big dude. And like, you know, fit. And like, you would definitely like listen to Tom Selleck if he was telling you to do something, but like he's jovial and lighthearted and kind of just like engaging and so endearing if you want to if he wasn't so handsome (sighs) he would just be like a goofy little like side character type but because he is like tom Selleck, he's He's the main character stash and those adorable little dimples i mean yes steely eyes we definitely as soon as tom Selleck was on screen both me and morgan were like wow yeah that is a that's a man i do believe i said he knows how to wear some pants and he does he does, and he he tucks in every goddamn shirt yeah, he owns. No, he lets you know what he's working with. There's no covering up the nope. crotchal area. He's no, like, or even the bum bum. Yeah. Oh no. No, we got we got two ripe peaches in the back. Oh, and you got you got to have them on display. Oh, but it, fully. But, but it's just so funny because his personality is he's not, not. Yeah, he's not a suave guy. No, he's just a goof. Yeah. Which and makes you love him even more. It is. Ugh. You're expecting him to be like kind of like what you were talking about, like this kind of like hardcore, like asshole type character. But no, he's just a super nice guy. But we're not here to talk about Tom Selleck. Well, not just about it. We're not here to gush. <laughs> anyway, we were talking about the plot and then we got totally sidetracked it's talking hard. about T.S. And his name is Thomas on the show. His name is Thomas. I, I guessed it right. I said, well, maybe it's Tom. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. And TC, he just looks like a Tom. TC calls him TM because mm-hmm. Thomas Magnum. Everybody else calls him Magnum. Mm-hmm. And then we got Higgins. Higgins, who who would play Higgins? This guy? <laughs> I don't know. I feel like we could get um, Tom Lennon to do a fake British I mean, for sure. Yeah. He, he looks a lot like Tom Lennon. <laughs> yeah. uh, and has the... Deadpan. The must, yeah, the deadpan co- comedy delivery and the Tom Lennon Reno 911 mustache. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He, it's funny because this episode clearly is not centered around TC or Higgins, but they have to be in the episode. So they have these weird side stories that go... Well, I mean, Higgins does. TC doesn't really do anything. Mm-hmm. Um, Higgins has this weird side story where he's putting... He's helping put on a sh- uh, Romeo and Juliet. Mm-hmm. And he wants uh magnum to no, be no he doesn't want magnum to be in it the financier of the production who is a rich old biddy wants tom to be in it because she wants to see him in some yeah. toits they keep teasing this tights thing i'll tell you right now guys we don't get it we don't get any i was really tights. looking forward to it i wanted to see those juicy peaches and some <laughs> opaque green tights we don't get any of this story Mm-mm. it doesn't go anywhere no so there's that. Um, but the main story is that we saw the flashback. 
Yeah, we start with a flashback to the 1945. Mm-hmm. A uh, rich lady looking real pretty is trying, it's a party and she's trying to find the love of her life and like track him down and maybe find him in a dark corner to smoochy smooch with him. But instead we don't get to see this person's face, but we see a figure coming towards her and she's not, she's not happy to see him. In fact, he um, chases her and then um, he kills her. Murder. Just Exactly what I said. By the way. Or he didn't kill her. He extorted her to death. No. Which is what I said. He murdered her to death. Also, side story, uh, when I was looking up more information about Magnum P.I., guess what Magnum P.I. has a crossover with? Miami Vice. Murder, she wrote. Shut your motherfucking mouth. Yeah. I want to see that shit. There's an episode of Murder, she wrote called Magnum on Ice, and it has... Angela Lansbury in it? No, it has Tom Selleck in it. It's Murder, She Wrote. Yeah, but isn't Angela Lansbury in it? Well, yeah, she's the star of Murder, She yeah, Wrote. She's okay. in every episode of Murder, She Wrote. I know. But... I mean, it's it's a Murder, She Wrote episode with Magnum, not a Magnum episode with... Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I just... Will... Do they kiss? I would be pretty shocked. I want to see well, that. Well, no, it wouldn't be hey, that shocked. Hey, for for our listeners that do deviant art, I want that. I want Angela Lansbury and Tom Selleck in a smoochy smooch. Yeah, all of our, our listeners that are, are sending us artwork. Anyway, continue. Wait, hold on. That's my new thing. I want to think about it for a second. Okay, anyway. So, p- modern day, present day. Here we go. That was our setup. Um, Rick, who's Sean Astin in real life. <laughs> <It's> not. <laughs> um, he's getting ready for a lady date at home when magnum and tc show up and they want to go out and party because tom got money anyway um this lady does not show up for the day he calls to track her down and finds out that this lady is really flaky and just ran off with a dude to go marry him and totally stood him up well first they're like busting his balls well they should because this guy sucks he does i if if i had seen more episodes with him if this is like a weekly thing then he deserves everything he gets Mm -hmm. um but God damn fucking air conditioning. Ooh, we got that ghosty ghost air conditioner. Okay. Ah! Yeah, like he is like, oh, I'm in love with this girl. She's amazing. She's everything I've ever wanted and we're going to be married. And then TC and Magnum are like, oh. Okay, buddy. Yeah. Well, first they're like, first they're not even, they're just like, oh, cool. Like how long have you been seeing her? We haven't heard anything about this girl. And he's like, Oh, like two days. <laughs> and they're, and then they're just like, okay, buddy, that's not probably healthy to be that obsessed with somebody yeah, so quickly. He, he said, he said the L word about this girl and not the L word from the TV show and not lube. He didn't say lube. Anyway. Um, Love so was the word is something, something. Yeah. So she. She's be right. (laughs) She's totally that that lady is gone and she's married to some other guy. So he goes to the bar and is like his country club that he manages. And he's like, yo, Tito or whatever the hell this this the only the only native Hawaiian looking person we see in this whole fucking show. Yeah. Everybody's white. Well, except for TC. But yeah, TC. Okay, that's fair. But no, like native. Yeah. No. Yeah. Hawaiians um he's like yo keep the scotch a flowing also give me a cigarette even though i told you i quit he needs a cigarette but he then is scanning the 
restaurant bar thing and sees a very beautiful woman the same woman we saw in our cold open but guess what that was 35 years prior and she looks the same exact same and so he goes over the lady and she looks very sad and he's like i couldn't help but notice that you're uh in a real bad spot let me swoop in here so uh, how are you doing (laughs) and then they have a lovely evening together walking the beach they're smooching and then, a lady on the beach. Oh, what? That's where it came from? Just kidding, of course. They start smooching. And then, so, but she's like, hey, I'm out of my kava. Can you go get me some kava? And he turns around. He's like, yeah, hell yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll get you some more booze. And then he starts to head away. And then he turns around to be like, yo, be stay here and I'll be back. And she's gone. Gone. She disappeared like a ghost. And then... Anyways, anyway, so, but what in this, hold on, in this, in this, she does tell Rick, though, that she's sad because she was in love with somebody, but this other guy, this other guy that she names, and I can't remember his name, but she's like, he's going to kill me. Like, he's he's trying to control my life. This guy is super evil. And Rick is like, really? You're like 22 years old, and that guy that you're talking about is like in his mid to late 60s. That's weird. And she's like, no, he's your age. And he's like, I don't know. I don't think he is. And the guy that she's talking about is like this oil magnate guy. Mm -hmm. He's a really wealthy, powerful dude on the island. Now, Michael, you can take it away. She disappears. He can't find her anywhere. So he goes to his buddy Magnum and he's like, hey, I'm in love with this girl. I just I I just met her last night. And Magnum's like, dude, you got to chill with the freaking falling in love with girls after one night. And then he's like, no, it's it's meant to be. I got to find her. You got to help me, please, please, please. And Magnum's like, Jesus friggin christ if it'll shut you up i will look for the girl and then he's like awesome thank you she did mention this one guy that she said was a bad guy maybe let's start there first so they go to that dude and he's another mustachio gentleman yeah there's what? so many mustaches. mustaches yeah uh and he's an older guy and he's sketchy and we're pretty sure this is the bad guy and it is yeah. definitely him spoiler alert he's <laughs> super the bad guy but they're like yeah we ran into sarah and this guy was like yeah that's a really common name <laughs> there's like a lot of sarahs in the world and then finally rick looks around the room and sees a painting of his lady the lady that we've seen he's like that's her that's the lady right there and he's like she's been dead for 40 years and they even say exactly that they're like it couldn't be her she's been dead for 30 35 years um and then rick is like like but but just again picture picture sean astin saying this he's like well i didn't kill a ghost or wait no kiss i didn't kiss a ghost <laughs> he didn't kill anybody ghost or not <laughs> got really excited and i forgot my line <laughs> also that doesn't sound anything like what he says. i killed a kid <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh so they, they have to move on <laughs> I almost said Braveheart. <laughs> I'm not even drinking. Yes, uh, that is your your common reference to Die Hard, the movie you've never seen, and is not how he says it at all. And is not Braveheart. Is absolutely not Braveheart. Uh, so anyway, then they're on the case. I forget what happens. They, anyway, they so they start to like the the bad guy is like, yeah, she committed suicide. 
and but it was after like her family had um endured like a lot of public shame and humiliation i guess maybe her dad lost money or he had an affair who oh, knows who cares anyway so magnum just goes down this rabbit hole of like going to the old estate where this woman lived the this the very estate that we saw at the very beginning but now it's dilapidated and right. abandoned um and he starts snooping around mm-hmm. and he sees her he sees a lady in white and he's like oh i should follow this person um so he starts going around and she's like leading him around and like tricking him and stuff like locking him in places and then he has to like get out of there mm-hmm. not really sure what that was all about yeah he but she does lead him to the hothouse area or where it used to be and he does see that her scarf scarfy thing is kind of buried in the sand and the dirt and he's like this could be a clue because he's a good detective mm-hmm Anyway, he finally catches up with her, and this is my favorite scene in the in the show, because I was like, I wish that the, I'm always wishing that this was, this scene would happen in like ghost and mystery TV shows, which is that he meets up, he sees her, and he just starts like immediately asking straight up questions, like he's just like, listen, what's the deal? Are you a ghost? What's happening? Why do people think you're dead? Who are you? Yeah. Like he's just like there's no no beating around the bush, no like half-assed weird weirdly phrased questions with open-ended. It's just like what is going on here? Yeah. This is weird and I just tell just tell yeah, me I, what's up. I need to tell you right now, I don't believe in ghosts. I don't believe in them at all. So you're a real person. Let's what is this? Well, he's even just like if are you a ghost? Like is that what's up? Like just tell let's just communicate. Tell me what's going on here. You have unfinished business. What needs to happen? Can we finish that business? Let's leave nothing unsaid here. Let's get everything clear out in the open. No bullshit. You're a ghost with unfinished business. What is it? Let's take care of it. But I mean, she still doesn't really give him any answers because she's being coy. Coy. Um, but I just thought it was neat that, that, that rarely, if ever happens in these kinds of things, they're always like, but who better to do it than Tom Selleck? Nobody. I mean, that's the best, that's the easiest question to answer because it's always Tom Selleck is the answer. Anyway. So he talks to who we, we are believing to be the ghost. Then this is the best scene. He gets shoveled. He gets head in the head with a shovel. And then we find out that there's the estate is being taken care of by an old German man, which is a whole other sub story that I feel like we need to address because he started taking care of that property in 1945 yeah. during the world, like the end of world war two oh, towards wow. the end of it. You know what I mean? Like wow. were they trying to protect a Nazi soldier or was he a defector? I don't know. I have a lot of questions for this guy. I kept waiting for this guy to have something to do with it. He anything. has to be, he must be the special guest. Cause it feels like one of those, like, you get to see so-and-so just off the chain because it is super German. He's it's like, like got, way over the top ridiculous. He's got like a hearing problem and maybe like a memory issue too. It's like a really over the top character. It is. Anyway, um, but he says, okay, yeah, you're trying to find Sarah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got it. Yeah. People see her around. I see her around sometimes too. But you know who you should go talk to? It's this lady that happens to look exactly like her. Her name's Lisa Page. But they don't say that, which he absolutely should, because that would be the first thing that you ever thought of. You'd be like, oh, there is this girl that looks exactly like her, though. Yeah. 
So Magnum and Rick go to Lisa Page. They, she opens the door and it's like... Wait, you can't skip that part because it's so funny. Which one? Because oh, they're, okay, the they're Rick... walking up and Rick just keeps being like, so do you think she's going to be there? And he's like, I, I don't know. And you're like, well, do you think that she's going to have the answers that we're looking for? I, Rick, I don't know. But do, do how, think... why does she know about Sarah? Is she writing a book about Sarah? How does she know anything about Sarah? Is she going to be home right now? <laughs> he just keeps being like, I don't know. I don't know. Rick, Jesus, fucking Christ. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Then There's a lot of great, like, genuine comedic moments in this show. It's a it's a good time, guys. Yeah, it's funny. It was it's good. really funny. Anyway, she opens the door, and it's most certainly the same actress that's been playing this role the entire fucking television show. And then immediately Rick's like, let's make out. And she's like, whoa, buddy. I don't know who you are. You don't remember? He, like, she, like goes in to kiss her. Oh, wow. Rick's got some issues. Yeah, as soon as he sees her, he's like, oh, this is, oh, I found you. Here you are. Let's resume making out. And she's like, "Not, no, 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 no. Yeah. When he's like, Sarah, and she's like, no, my name's Lisa. I've never heard of the name Sarah before, or I've never seen you before. I've never seen this man before. I have no idea what's happening. And then they're like, I heard you're writing a book about sarah because they say her name they say sarah whatever and then she's like what and then they're like aren't you writing a book about her and she's like yeah and then and then she's like also that's that was my aunt and also that's why i look exactly like her yeah she's not really good about keeping up the ruse um so yeah we find out this lady also not only looks like her and is related to her but also has the same exact outfit that we've been seeing this woman in <laughs> appearing um in random places so all point all signs point yeah. to she's running around pretending to be the ghost of her dead aunt yeah and then she gets pissed off that they find her her secret clothes. That, yeah, and, and they, she's like, "Get get the fuck out! Get of here. the fuck out!" And I was right; that was the first f bomb on a TV show. Yeah. Uh, and then Magnum, after being kicked out of the house by her, he says, "I bet she was trying to show me where the body was buried by giving me that scarf in the hot house." And I was like, "Because he's a consummate investigator." Consummate I know, but investigator. I was like, "Why would you think this this lady was doing that?" She did not seem to have any interest in you helping her whatsoever. And then he's immediately like, oh, I see what's going on. She wanted me to go dig up this body. Here. Because he can see things that we can't see. Okay, fair he enough. He can see below, below the surface. He's like, she can't vocalize that to me. But she was giving me all the, like, the nonverbal anyway, cues. Let's get through this. Uh, this. Okay, anyway, so, yeah. Tom they, Selleck is like, let's go to the, back to the fucking estate where she dropped the thing. Because I bet you, nine, like, I, I'm 99.9% .9 sure that we're to find the body buried there and, and guess they what do. they do yeah um but guess what what the oil magnate smash got two dun, dun, dun. Uh, at the very same time i guess is at uh lisa page's house with a gun and is like you look just like sarah you told those guys those fellas that i did it why'd you tell them that i did it and then he kidnaps her yeah and then they the get state. there. Yeah, he chases her into the same area where he murdered Sarah. And then he shoots Rick. He shoots Rick right in the fucking shoulder. Right guys. in the heart, and he dies. No, he doesn't. No, but it, he does shoot him, and I was like, holy shit. Yeah. This shot Rick. And then Tom Selleck, without missing a single beat, just shoots this guy in the in the chest and kills him. Yeah, like the sends him flying. He flies through a fence and into the open grave. Yeah. Where, where his old flame... Yeah, was that he murdered, buried, 
then it all wraps up nicely with them having a, a jovial dinner together. Rick and what's her name? Lisa. Rick and Lisa are together. Are together because of course. Yeah. Uh, that things, makes sense. Things had to come. They everything was looking up Millhouse. <laughs> everything everything pointed that, that that's the relationship that it ended up happening. Um, and then uh, Magnum is like whatever like why oh why did you have me chase why did you leave that scarf there for me to find yeah why did you yeah why, why didn't you we... just tell the police that it was there and she's like i didn't do that and he's like all right you know what fuck you lady like <laughs> i'm sick and tired of these games like Fucking i'm done bullshit. i'm out i mean and then through his voiceover we, we he says like listen i get it she wants to keep the ghost story alive because it's going to help sell yeah. books but then <gasps> what he's on the beach and he sees uh a woman on the beach a woman on the beach and it's sarah and he's like you know what fucking lisa and then he looks back and he's like what he sees lisa sitting with rick and then he goes looks back and then the ghost is gone so what i can figure is that lisa is the flash and she can run really fast i think that's what they were trying to tell us definitely yeah so at the end of the episode ghosts are real tom Selleck looks into the camera and goes like hmm what freeze frame the end that's magnum pi woman on the beach morgan yeah that's me what do we do after that do we have um let's talk about the things that we liked we we liked we normally this would be bad reception but um since this is sort of it's not really good reception it's just this is is a spooky reception it was received it was it's just reception (laughs) but no matter what we watch we always got to find something that we enjoyed and that's why we have this section that's called say something nice All right, Morgan. Uh, obviously, we had. All right, Morgan. Obviously, we had. Uh, uh, we didn't know exactly what we were getting into, and I think we both sort of liked this episode. So, what's what are some of the reasons why you liked it? I mean, besides that, Tom Selleck is in it. Fuck you. Doesn't have to be besides that. It can be that. But I mean, number what? one is Tom Selleck is in it. Um, I mean, it's formulaic. It's familiar. Um, but I think those moments of levity really make it worth watching. Mm-hmm. I don't know. This is a fun spin on a, a ghost story. It wasn't spooky yeah. and it wasn't, you know, and it definitely wasn't Halloweeny, but it's a, it's a, it's a classic trope. The, is it, is it real? Did it really happen? I do like that they ended on like, cause I, cause when the, when the episode was going, I was like, that would be so cool if this ends up really being a ghost. And then there just is supernatural things in Magnum P.I. And then I was like, oh, that's not going to be that. It's just going to be that. This and then they, they had the balls to do that. And then they were like, or maybe it is a good. Well, they're like, it was a ghost. 100 yeah. percent. Yeah. Um, and I'm, so that's cool. I know for a fact from reading about the uh, this episode that there are no other spooky episodes of Magnum P.I. So there aren't any other this is the supernatural things but it's cool to know that it exists in a world where that could have happened there could have been more yeah. spooky episodes exactly i wish there was man if this was a if this was a tom Selleck investigates spooky things show i would be like so 100 on magnum pi nights yes if that was what this ended up being 
I you can bet that I would be an instant fan. I would be like, how did I live without this in my life? I need to watch every episode. Yeah, they should have done a live live action like Scooby Doo beforehand, and it should have been. But like for adults. Yeah, no, for sure. Uh, I mean, not not that this show is super adult. This is very goofy, pretty friendly, family friendly show. Yeah. Uh, but yes, what did I like about this show? Thank you, Morgan. Michael. What did you like? TC. Um, I did like I, what I, the big thing about this show is the cast is extremely likable. Mm-hmm. It's apparent like immediately as soon as this it starts, you can feel the camaraderie between the actors and like uh, you can. This is only the second season. This is like the third episode of the second season, and it's on for eight seasons. So I would bet that the, like as this goes on, like those characters became really uh, likable and like a you know, part of. I mean, part of the pop culture for a good reason, you mm-hmm. know. I mean, especially Tom Selleck. Like, I mean, there's no getting around it. Like, there's a reason why this was a hit show, and it's Tom Selleck. Yeah. Like, it is, like, forever kind of sad that he didn't get a movie career, really. Um, but you can see why like, why he was so successful just from this show. Like, he was a megastar just from being on this TV show, you mm-hmm. know? Um, I do wish that he... Because he was supposed to be in Anna Jones, you know? Yeah. Uh, and he, he had to do Magnum P.I. instead because he was obligated to. Um, and that would have been interesting to see because, man, even though Harrison Ford, of course, is amazing, yeah. but, like, it would just be interesting to see that uh, alternate reality where where he was in Anna Jones and see if, like, his career would have went somewhere more, like, uh, as a film star, you know? Yeah, in, in the vein of Harrison yeah. Ford. Because uh, he's so likable. He's so incredibly likable. Like, it's he's great but i also really liked the music in it was really good mm-hmm. uh it was, i mean it's cheesy but in like a really fun good way not in like a just laughing at it like it was like cool like when he was like running through the uh whatever that place was yeah the estate the estate it was like and i was like yeah and they do that like one of my favorite things from that time period is like the voyeuristic camera movements that make you feel I don't know. I oh, like a nostalgia POV. for it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and because it's in Hawaii and it really is in Hawaii, like all the all of the locations are really pretty and cool mm-hmm. looking and stuff, which you don't always expect from an older show because they're all on. Lo- well, I don't know if they're, everything's on location. There's probably sets, but the outside stuff, which they're outside a lot, a lot. You is, can tell it's is really outside practical locations, which that's one of the things about old TV shows that it will date it like instantly is that like you're like oh, they just stay in this one location for the entire show and they hardly ever leave. Yeah, no, you, they, they had money for this, for yeah. sure. But yeah, I think that the story of this one was kind of blob, but uh, in general, I would say like this, if you just asked me if this seems like a show that would be worth watching from this episode, I'd be like, yeah, this seems yeah. like a show that's worth being famous and worth, you know, checking out. Um, Would you watch another episode? <laughs> yes, yes, I would. Yeah, me too, definitely. Oh, where did we watch this? What? Where did we watch this? Oh, it's on Amazon Prime. Okay. So if you have Prime, they have all eight seasons on there. So And it's in HD. It looked good. Yeah, I was going to say, there's some moments where I was like, uh, we're seeing a lot of this guy's face. <laughs> like the close-up on the old guy, I was like, I can see every line. Yeah, he's got a lot of wrinkles. Uh, oh, great. Cut the shit? Cut the shit, Michael. Morgan, do you have anything to recommend in addition to Magnum P.I.? Um, guys, it's the spooky season. Please 
get out there, do something to honor this most wonderful, most horrifying time of year. Um, we are big fans of going to spooky mazes. Mm-hmm. Spooky mazes. Spooky mazes. Uh, you know, every town has some form of it. Maybe some have more production value than others. We live in Los Angeles, so we have access to a lot of uh, maybe more high-end spooky mazes. But I think even like the the lower grade stuff, it's just, it's fun to get out and get spooked. So that's my cut the shit. Go out and I just love some spooky mazes, some haunted mazes. We went to, um, we normally try to get to not not scary, scary farm, farm which is our favorite um but we did make it out to six flags for their what do they call it scream fest right yeah yes um and this year it was super dead when we went because we it was so night. dead we were walking through uh some of them by ourselves yeah which made was, it more fun it was very weird it's weird but fun it was kind of sad because you you uh, as much as I don't like being there when you're packed into the maze, so like all of the scares are revealed to you because you're literally like cattle going through them. Um, it was still it, it kind of put a damp and a damp in the night a little yeah, bit because it, you just want people out there enjoying it too. Yeah, and because I mean you could tell the the employees were a little less into it because they were just sort of like, oh shit, oh uh, boo, hey, yeah. uh, I didn't didn't see you coming in. There hasn't been anybody in here for a while. Sorry about that. Uh, scary boo. Yeah. Uh, yeah, also definitely do some spooky mazes if that's your thing. A lot of people really hate that, so don't do it if you really hate it. Yeah, don't. Yeah, only only if you get some joy out of it. I love getting scared. I scream my head off, but I enjoy every moment of it. Uh, my recommendation, recommendation, my recommendation this week. Um, I watched this movie called Satanic Panic, um, and it's written by the author Grady Hendrix, who does cool um kind of throwback horror stuff he, he usually does like books and stuff but he, he wrote this movie and it's directed by chelsea stardust and i'm you know always want to support more female filmmakers so that's cool and it's really fun it has jerry o'connell and his wife Re- rebecca romaine and i almost called her rebecca romaine stamos but she's been d stamos for a long time yeah wink also quickly uh watch that video of jerry o'connell forcing his children to listen to prince it's really funny and a a bunch of other people uh it's it's a like this girl's a pizza delivery driver and she gets stiffed on a tip at a place and so she goes in to be like hey give me a tip you freaking jerks and then it turns out that it's a house full of satanists that are doing like a ritual and it's a it's a horror comedy that just is about being ridiculous and fun and uh like a kind of like survive the night kind of a horror movie that's silly and fun and uh a good time if you are into horror stuff lots of like winky nods and stuff like that uh check it out it's available to rent on vod morgan i think it's time that we come to an end and the most glorious time of year i'm sad that we only got three spooky episodes this year and one of them was not really spooky at all but we did get to watch Magnum P.I., which... And the spooky season, while on the calendar, it is coming to a close. It will... Live on in our hearts. And on our show, because we st- will still do scary TV shows. And in our hearts. And will it? Well, thank you guys for uh, <laughs> joining us for another... For another spooky episode Halloween. of... Dead Reception. Oh. All right. Thanks for listening. I think that's going to do it. 
Um, you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Bad Reception Pod. You can tweet at us if you have a show you'd like us to watch or just want to say hi. Links to our recommendations and more are available in the episode notes and at badreceptionpod.com. We are proud members of Podfix. The Podfix Network. You can follow them at Podfix on Twitter. And I think that's all right now. I think the website is currently not up uh we got some cool stuff happening with podfix soon so look for that um and our logo was designed by sean matthew leary and thanks to ben hunter for help with our social media stuffs and that's it that's the that's the end of the spooktacular i'm maniac mike i'm uh the high priestess of the kitchen podcasting table morgan you got you got that uh, next year guys uh i'm i'm open to reception or oh. i'm open to suggestions rather i'm I, <laughs> my reception is open for suggestions <laughs> i need to go take my nap i think i think we're done i think that's it <laughs> goodbye that's the end of the podcast bye kids bite kids you didn't say bite kids say it <laughs> <laughs> Bite kids. Is that good? Did I do it? This was a podcast from the Podfix Network. Check out more shows like it at oddfixnetwork.com. Yes, what? No. Oh, that was a good out. We can't we can't recover that. And Magnum. And mustache.